Hey guys, and welcome to the top 50 episode of JTOP10. My name is Paul. And my name is Amy. And my name's Nick. Today we'll be counting down the top 50 J-pop songs of 2015. We'll be covering everything that you guys like from this year and much more. Check us out at jtop10.jp and our Facebook. Hi, this is Rekka. Happy New Year! This is a great first year for me as a host of Japan Top 10. Thanks to producer Jack and everyone else for letting me join you on this fabulous podcast. Even though I only joined partway through the year, I really had a lot of fun writing reviews and posting various episodes and specials that I did, and I really hope that y'all enjoyed listening to the specials and episodes and reading my reviews. And let's look forward to many more great things together for next year. New Year's is one of the biggest holidays in Japan, and so I think it's only fitting that one of our biggest, best episodes ever should come at this very special time of year. I hope you enjoy! Hey folks, Shane here from Artists of the Month, here to wish you guys happy holidays and a happy new year. 2015, uh, feels like it went in a blink of an eye, really, and it was probably one of the best years for J-pop music, at least for me. I seriously found some really good bands this year, such as Green, Sakai no Wari, and even a few K-pop bands that Lizzie and Amy introduced me to. The music was just so catchy and good this year that I'm just happy enough to have them all added to my current playlist. Outside of the music though, 2015 was quite the fun one. Met a lot of new people in university, cosplayed for the first time at Anime North, and even had my first fan expo where I saw a lot of my favorite actors, especially Doctor Who companions. In the end, a very active and fun year. Hello, it's Tim here, and I hope you're all enjoying the very, very, very warm winter. <laughs> it's been a fun year with the podcast, uh, definitely another hectic one, but it's good to keep yourself busy. And hey, time passed by really fast for sure, but I think that because of that, it felt like a lot of the good songs just kept popping out of nowhere, one after the other. And that's part of what this list is all about. So I'll be throwing my pick of 10 songs at you soon, so sit tight, relax, grab a coffee, because this will be a very long one. And without further ado, let's move on to our top 50 list. Woo! Starting off at number 50, we have back number with Sister. Number 50.
はくれなくて君は構わないふりして速度を上げもっと先へ綺麗なままじゃ辛くて優しさはいつもあだになって滲んでく自分に大丈夫言い聞かせた目指したくもはずっと高くて夢見たしまは a really nice song to start off our top 50 list with. It has a great mix of guitar, bass, and drums. The best part I really like is the piano that's also being thrown in the background, which is a great extra towards the song. The music video seems to be following the average life of a girl. I think it's a girl at least because it's actually hard to tell the main character in the video because the person looks androgynous, so I really can't tell if it's a guy or a girl. Very sorry to that person, but I always uh, find it really awkward seeing these types of people because uh, I can't tell if it's a boy or girl, and I'm very sorry about that. Otherwise, that um, the video is pretty standard, nothing really strange standing out, and it was kind of nice to go, uh, go with the music. At number 49 is Ottawa by Southern All Stars. Number 49. <laughs> I'm 
Stars has been around a very long time, since 1978. Can you believe that? I cannot think of another Japanese band with their legacy. They're the closest thing to like a quintessential classic rock band that Japan has. And in fact, HMV Japan named them as the number one most influential Japanese band or artist of all time. It's so great to see that they're still active and they're still making these great singles, and not ones that sound retro like something that came out a long time ago, but ones that have a modern edge. I think the strings in this one have a little bit of a retro flavor to them, a little bit like 70s J-pop, but still it sounds like a modern song. 
Now this song is called Aroe, which means aloe, like the plant. And you might be wondering why that is. They do say Aroe in the song. But according to the band, there's really not a deeper meaning. They kind of just like the sound of the word. For number 48, we have news with Chuma Chuma. Number 48. <laughs> Oh, 
this one is very interesting. Uh, you might remember it from before, uh, released earlier this summer. It did chart on Oricon and it became quite popular and well known due to its Eastern take on the single. I'm sure you've all noticed by just listening to the song by now. So it just, you know, it doesn't stop there though because they've actually done some live uh, performances. They have really good choreography. It, it really surprised me when I actually saw their live performance. Um, they've dabbled in dancing and they were also dressed for the part as they were garbed in very traditional clothing. So I suggest you guys check that out. Um, but yeah, this music is very, very well done. Number 47, Ayana Kotodarake no Yonanaka De by Southern All Stars. Number 47. Show 
Southern All-Stars. I remember having them as a part of a top 10 episode list a little while ago. As number 47, you'd think this wouldn't be that good, right? Wrong, folks. It's slow and very homey feeling. Reminds me of something you'd hear about in the countryside of Japan, or maybe something in an anime about a long road ahead for a character. In the end, though, a very nice addition to the list with some of the most relaxing vocals and instrumentals I've heard in a while. And rightly so, coming from Southern All-Stars, who, by the way, has been one of the best-selling music groups in Japan in the past 30 years, as they have been selling over 47 million albums and singles just in Japan alone. Up next, at number 46, we have Hata Motohiro with Q&A. Number 46. <laughs>
the Hero is also known as、uh, Hatabo by his fans, and he's been playing guitar since the sixth grade. So I can tell that he's really talented. My favorite part about the song,、uh, specifically the most, is when he gets really emotional in his voice, and he so guitar playing gets really, really, in,、um, I guess, upbeat in a sense. I don't know what the exact term I'm looking for, but it's probably、uh, evident in the song if you go back to listen to it. Otherwise, that it's a really great song, and I'm really looking forward to the rest of the. Songs we have in our list. Number forty-five. Kicks by the body. Number forty-five. Talking about my girl, everyone's jealous of me. 
something I haven't heard before. An old school boy band with guitars and old school rock. Hmm. Reminds me of the movie Grease, for some reason, to be honest. Maybe it's the accents or the funky <laughs> dance moves in the music video. Still though, the very old school nature really makes this a unique entry to the list, and to be honest, this is the first time I've ever heard of B. So at 44, we have Kanaboon with Daiba. Number 44. <laughs> Yes. 
I know Naruto has finished for quite some time, and many of you may feel that it was part of your childhood and it just sort of came to an end and it finished, but I do have some potential good news. Um, a Boruto manga series has been announced and it will be done by an assistant of Kishimoto. And yes, to relate to the song, this piece is used in the Boruto movie. Hi, it's Rekka again. Next up at number 43 is Eeny Meeny Miny Mo by Sandaime J Soul Brothers from Exile Tribe. Number 43. Life is like a game. Kill you and lose my way. Push now and lose what we can't stay. It's getting real. Sgoku mo no tarinai. Hoshi no wa eibon na hibi janai. Hoka ni nai. Jibun dake no style. Mitsuke kore nai yo ni. Mikaki yage mo.
song was written by Takanori from the Japanese R&B duo LL Brothers, and Takanori said that this is a song that puts the listener's feelings forward. Like, the actual lyrics of the song have a little bit of ambiguity, so really what you're feeling at the time, or your interpretation, is what's the most important. And he also said that the theme is sort of, what should I do, and that goes with eeny meeny miny mo, like you can't decide. So, what do you think this song's about? I got a very carefree vibe to it, and I think that goes with the instrumentals as well. I love the laid-back beats and the bridge that like build up to the chorus, but it's still, you know, a very laid-back song, unlike some of uh, Sundai My J Soul Brothers' other songs that are a lot more like clubby and dancey, much more in your face. At 42, we have Key Talk with Sterling Star. Number 42.
Okay, so I know that some of you Dragon Ball enthusiasts know that this is not, uh, sorry, that this is the second ending to uh, DBS, but it's not just due to the series uh, when I say that song has a very nostalgic feel to it. I did personally watch a lot of Dragon Ball Z as a kid myself, but it's not just because of that. It's just one of those pieces that hits home. And yes, once again, it's also very dis uh, difficult to describe why. Um, for me personally, I guess it's different for everyone, but it's the guitar chords, the style, and the tempo. And all of that just makes it feel as if the song was written 20 years ago. And when I say that, I mean that in the best possible, most nostalgic way. Coming in at number 41 is Shishamo with Netaya. Enjoy! Number 41 
and that was Nataya by Shishamo. I really like this song personally because it's such a nice marriage between the、uh, rock style that they do and the sweet voice from Asako Miyazaki, the lead singer of Shishamo.、Uh, I think it's a really nice combination of、uh, this rock sound with, with her very soft and like, tender voice. It doesn't sound like, look like it'll work,、uh, but in this song, they really make it sound amazing. And that is the power of Shishamo, and that's why I really like them. Hi there, Rekka again. Number 40. Hola by Yuzu. Number 40.
love the Latin flair in this song, and I caught a lot of other world music elements as well. It's not just Latin instruments like the sort of flamenco-influenced guitar and the marimba in there. There's also these little Middle Eastern-influenced fills in there, and I thought I heard some Japanese flute and kalimba also, but I'm not sure. Either way, this song has a very big world music vibe. And this was the theme song of this year's Crown Shinchan movie, Crown Shinchan, Bora no Hikikoshi Monogatari, Sabotendai Shugeki. Wow, that title is such a mouthful. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the song. At 39, we have Yeri Leo with Silly. Number 39.
Okay, so this is probably one of my favorite songs of all time, period. Uh, you've probably heard me mention that. I have uh, done it in an episode before, and you can't believe how happy I am to actually do it again here. So sometimes I like to measure things in terms of YouTube views. And back when this first debuted in late 2014, it barely scratched 100,000. And it's pretty amazing that now it has almost 5 million. And it's even more amazing considering the fact that Japanese videos only receive a fraction of the views that regular videos hosted in the North Americas get. You could say that's pretty... silly. <laughs> Coming in at number 38 is Back Number with Christmas Song. Enjoy! Number 38 <laughs>
会いたいと毎日思っててそれを君にしてほしくてすれ違う人混みに君を探しているこんな日は他の誰かと Christmas song by Back Number coming at number 38. And personally, I don't normally love Christmas music, but this one is definitely an exception.、Uh, Iori Shimizu, who is the lead singer of Back Number, does this、uh, amazing high falsetto in the、uh, chorus, and it's so nice. And、um, one thing that I really like about this, besides his amazing voice, is the、uh, strings that you hear in the melody throughout the song. Number 
Sound is straight out of the 60s. It sounds a lot like 60s J pop. I really like this song. I love all things 60s, and it's definitely reflected in Chai's wardrobe in the music video as well, which is super mod, and I love it. This was the theme song of the love comedy drama Deito, Koito wa Donna Mono Kashira, which means date. What kind of thing exactly is love? And I think you get that feeling with the lyrics of this song as well. The title literally means. I'm gonna try falling in love with you. So it's a, like, I'm not really sure what love is, but I'll try it out kind of feeling. I like it. It's very cute, and I think you can see that in this song, both the sound and the lyrics and the title too. Well, isn't this interesting? We have at 36, 360 degrees by Miwa. Number 36.
So one thing is for sure, she's adorable as ever. <laughs> you know, I just wrote my last um, final exam of my fourth year fall semester, and as dismal as exams usually end up making me feel, she really has just cheered me up after one simple song. So even in the retail version of the song, you can really feel the energy and enthusiasm emanating from her voice. And if you really wanted to hear her enthusiasm, she has in fact performed many live numbers on a lot of her singles, including this one, Just the Summer. She really is 360 degrees of enthusiasm and joy. Number 35, Picnic by Radworks. Number 35. <laughs> Thank you. 
使うことも一度としてないままに僕ら月にも内緒で世界を抜けがけた飽きもせずに空は That's some slow summer love tunes. This one's got some feels to it, folks, so don't be too shocked if you start crying. The slow guitar and the vocals are really the star here in this song. The pacing is just right, and it's as if vocalist Yojiro Noda is singing this one just for me. <clears throat> uh, nonetheless, a very good heartfelt song for our top 50, and for those interested in the formation of the band's name, Radwim, was intentionally formed from two English slangs, Rad and Wimp. And the reason for this was for meanings such as excellent weakling. Simple story, but still very filled with meaning. So, for number 34, we have Mr. Children with Starting Over. Number 34. I'm not afraid. 
So I really loved this song a lot and a lot.、Um, I may be partially biased because there was an amazing movie called Bake Mono Noko, and the song was used in it. And I have to say, the song adds so much to the film.、Um, it captures the emotion of the characters, the underlying themes, and just the pure, unfiltered fun of it all. Mr. Children really has the voice to make someone cry their hearts out. And 
<clears throat> I, I did not cry, just letting you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> his voice just brings you back to your youth. And before you start calling me a crybaby, I'll have you know I'll actually be turning 30 years old and 8 years from now. Coming in at number 33, we have Hamasaki Ayumi with Zuto. Number 33. <laughs>
Quite an appropriate song considering the season we're in.、Uh, Hamasaki Ayumi's、uh, song Zuto is considered a winter trilogy single, and this song was the first time the artist、uh, decided to show the making of the song through her social media due to the fact that she had a ton of writer's block in writing the lyrics to the song, and she wanted to show her fans the difficulties throughout、uh, writing the entire song. It's a great voice that she has for a winter themed song. And for the music video, I really enjoyed the snow effects that they used. It really made it look like she was、uh, sitting out in the snow with a really pretty dress, to say the least. Next up at number 32, Moshimo Unme no Hito ga Iru no Nara by Kana Nishino. Number 32.
This song starts out sounding like a normal J-pop song, but then it picks up and the chorus gets into this great country and western influence feel that I really like. It's really unique in J-pop. I haven't heard a lot like this before. And you can also hear that in some of Kana's other songs, like Torisetsu, which also came out pretty recently. The lyrics to the song were written by Kana herself. And here's an interesting fact for you, and I think this goes with her、uh, American influence in her music. Kana always wanted to study abroad ever since she was little, and when she was in 10th grade, she did a homestay in LA in the US. So I wonder if that's where she got the ideas for her music, or if that was something that was around before. Either way, I don't really think of LA as a country and western type of town. So who really knows? And at number 31 is Genshi Yonetsu with Flow Light. Number 31.
る道は永遠に続く素敵な魔法で溢れてる僕らは今を生きてるそれと同じくらいに君のことを信じてるってこと君は笑うだろうか確証なんてのは一つもないでも That was Flowlight by Kenshi Yunes. My favorite part of the song is the very catchy chorus with the words Flowlight in it.、Um, this is an English lyric, and I believe it's the only English in this song, so even I can sing along to this. Kenshi Yunes has come a long way from his、uh, Vocaloid based music, and I believe he only started using his real voice in his songs、uh, a few years ago. And I'm totally glad he did, because if he kept、uh, using his、uh, Vocaloid based music, then we wouldn't have great songs like this. Number 30, Itsuka Kito by Naoto Inti Raimi. Number 30, Itsuka Kito, Utai Tai, Kimito, Mokura no Mirai no Utao. ことばかり溢れるこの世界で君に巡り合って
guys, I think I'm in love with Naoto. I've listened to almost all the songs he has made, like five times at least. Something about his vocals that's just so soft and relaxing. There's no way to really pinpoint it, but I'm a huge fan now with his awesome and catchy songs, and the really fun instrumentals that he uses consistently in all the songs. Now, here's an artist that really climbed his way forward, guys. Naoto originally started off in high school, writing his own songs in the second year of junior high. After that, he performed Street Lies in Kashiwa City and was able to form a band called Freeman in 1998. But after that, he sort of became a solo artist, and in 2003, to the end of 2004, he traveled to 28 different countries. Kinda gives you an idea where he got some of the material for the songs, don't you think? Coming in at number 29 is Nandemo Netari from Kanabun. Number 29.
So that was Nandemo Netari from Kanabun. Now that was a really upbeat song, you could really hear the cymbals with a very strong beat. And I highly recommend watching the video because it's a very interesting contrast when the two people lip syncing the video are not as lively. They're rather monotone compared to the music, but it's a very interesting、uh, composition, so I really recommend watching it. Number 28 Broken Night by Aimer. Number 28.
We got a moody one here, folks. Vocals are as powerful as ever for Aimer, but the instrumentals are pretty unique in my opinion. Something about their makeup gives me that feeling. I can't quite put my finger on it, to be honest. Perhaps the sort of deep drums, or perhaps my headphones are giving me that surround sound feeling. Fun fact, folks Aimer's first work covered many popular works in various genres, such as jazz and country western music. Her number one record cover was actually based off of Lady Gaga's Poker Face. Up next at number 27, we have Pique Branca with Fabulous. Number 27.
Wow, that was such a fun song to listen to, and it was just really great listening and watching the music video too. He had a lot of fun dancing to the music, and it was clearly、uh, evident that I think he is influenced by Michael Jackson a lot with, with his high-pitched voice at times and the fashion style in his video. It was all about fun, and I really enjoyed watching and listening to this song. Coming in at number 26 is Sakurako Ohara with Mutaki no Girlfriend. Number twenty six.
and that was Sakuraka Ohara with Mutaki no Girlfriend. This song is a very cute music video where she has a very innocent video chat with her friend where Sakuraka Ohara sings and plays a guitar in her room. And naturally enough, uh, her, her friend very much enjoys the song and Sakuraka looks like she's having a lot of fun singing it, which I feel is the exact vibe we're supposed to get when listening to one of her songs. And coincidentally enough, the next song at number 25 is also Sakuraka Ohara with Manats no Tario. Number 25.
That was Sakuraka Ohara with Manats no Tayo. Sakuraka Ohara is very young. She is just about to turn 20 in the beginning of January. And she also has a considerable following on Instagram at over 600,000 followers. And this song is a very fun loving song. It shows her just having fun with her friends and it makes her appear very down to earth. In this song, it just shows her、uh, doing fun things, just playing guitar on her own, and while showing off that amazing, talented voice. Number 24 Zenryoku Garu by Noda Emi. Number 24.
has some star class vocals. A really old school J-pop feel I get off of this one, you know? The instrumentals are simple and the chorus is perfectly pitched, not too high and not too low. Overall, has a sort of festive feel to it, don't you think? Maybe it's the music video that's giving me that vibe, but still a really nice addition to the list. For those interested, by the way, the artist Noda Emmy actually has a radio talk show called Girls Latte. Haven't checked it out myself yet, but looks very promising. At number 23, we have BZ with Red. Number 23.
That was a great song to listen to in the sense that it has really unique banjo, which you really don't hear that much a lot of these days. So the incredible use of the banjo along with the guitar is really, really cool. BZ is composed of a duo. The producer, guitarist, and composer as one person, and the vocalist and lyricist as the other. These two have been making songs for quite a while, and the song Red is just another great example of their great work. Number 22, Yume Miru Sukima by Aiko. Number 22.
Aiko's website says that this song is a groovy band sound that invites the listener in and shows the mature, stylish elegance of Aiko. I definitely got a mature and very elegant feel from the piano flourishes and also that walking bass line. This song is heavily influenced by jazz and I really enjoyed it. I especially like the part with the key change. That was really cool. It's so skillful and I think Aiko's just a really great singer and whoever was playing the music in the background on this one is also really good. Jazz is really hard to play. I used to play it and I pretty soon after I started I gave up and I switched to like pop and rock. That's a lot easier. But luckily for us, Aiko was not intimidated by jazz and she gave the song her all and it sounds great. Number 21, Las Vegas by Number 21.
Any old school American rock fans out there? Well, here's the Japanese equivalent, I feel. It's loud, proud, and full of electric guitar solos. Not too much to say on this one, folks, other than these are some sounds that I'd kinda expect from a song called Las Vegas. Quite a few listeners might have recognized this band, in fact, and that's probably due to them being one of the best selling music artists in the world, and the best selling in their native Japan, with 46 consecutive number one spot singles, 25 number one albums, and having sales of more than 100 million worldwide. Number 20 Relax in the City by Perfume. Number 20.
big fan of Perfume. They're known best for electronic dance music, really upbeat stuff. This song is much more laid back though, and I really like that. It's sounded nothing like any of the songs that they did before. And this is also the first new single to come out from Perfume after I became a fan, so it is very special to me. The piano in this song is very relaxing, and every other Perfume single from their days is an indie idol group up until today. This was produced by Yasutaka Nakata, who is just great. He also produces Kyari Pamu Pamu and Natsume Mito and a lot of other artists too. Coming in at number 19, we have Daoko with Shibuya K. Number 19.
pretty nice song to listen to, considering that it was a rap song, in a sense, because the singer Dalco has only been around for quite a short number of years. She started her career technically at the age of 15, because she was making videos on Nico Nico Doga in 2012 at only 15 years of age, and her songs hit a lot of people's hearts in a way uh, in the music industry, and she got noticed. She's really well known for the mature lyrics that she puts in her song despite her age and this song is just another hit single so far in the short career she has. I hope she continues to make great songs. Coming in at number 18, we have Mr. Children with Mikan. Number 18. <laughs>
That was Mikan by Mr. Children. The first thing I notice is how sentimental and heartfelt this song is. It sounds really sad in a way, and that combined with the fact that the song name means unfinished makes me kind of wonder what the song's about. So I did look up the lyrics, and apparently this song has some very dark lyrics that translate to his loneliness. For example, in one of the lines, he says, My body is imprisoned in a zoo where I paw at the ground, and the wings of a bird that can't fly might as well be plucked off. That is some dark stuff, but kudos to Mr. Children for bringing such a dark atmospheric song with such an emotional performance. Next up is Anti-Hero by Sekai no Wari at number 17. Number 17. You know I don't give a damn about what's right or pleasing everyone around me. Cause I know this world that brought us life was made to keep everyone happy. The rules and laws of countries come up with in front of me, they're all shit. Cause there are people that I've gotta protect, and if you get in my way, you see, I'm tired of trying to justify every decision that I make. If it's to save the people that I stand by, you better believe what I say. Stay in the lines, don't make a scene. Heroes try to tell us what's right. But when push comes to shove, you'll know what I mean. I'm ready to start a fight. I'm gonna beat the anti hero. You didn't hate to fight at the party. I'm gonna beat the anti hero. So I guess every when the time comes, I'm gonna beat the anti hero. You didn't hate to fight at the party. I'm gonna beat the anti hero. It's the thing that I hate Cause it doesn't do any good for anyone And everyone thinks everything is okay If they just obey I don't wanna think about what they see When they look up and see evil me You see love isn't what I need As long as I can set you free Oh bom bom bom, watch out here I come I said bom bom bom, you all better run Oh bom bom bom, watch out here I come So run Stay in the lines, don't make a scene Heroes try to tell us what's right But when push comes to shove, you'll know what I mean I'm ready to start a fight I'm gonna beat the anti-hero didn't hate to fight at the party I'm gonna beat the anti-hero So, I guess every when the time comes I'm gonna beat the anti-hero didn't hate to fight at the party I'm gonna beat the anti-hero J-pop groups, and even more unusually, this song is 100% in English and also unusual for J-pop. Very good English, very good accent, the lyrics make sense, all that stuff. 
The piano interludes in this one are super skillful. I believe Celery is the member who plays piano. She's very good, and I like the jazzy feel of this one. It almost has a sort of gorilla's sound to it, and I really like that. This song was the theme song for the new Attack on Titan movie, very popular anime movie out right now and following up a very popular series, and I'm sure they knew they had a lot of fans overseas, and that's probably one of the reasons they did the song all in English. Number 16, Sukide, Sukide, Suki, Sukite, by J. Number 16. <laughs> You 
this one. Really a fan of that trumpet and piano combo, along with the really slow and almost quiet vocals from Jake. The chorus is also really uplifting and makes you sorta of wanna get up and dance, won't you say? Debuted in 2012, this artist also doubles as a model, as since of July 2014, she has been modeling exclusively for the fashion magazine CanCan, under the nickname Mike. At number 15, we have Toshinobu Kubota with Loving Power. Number 15. Loving Power by Toshinobu Kubota. Man, what a funky song. And you have to see the music video for this. It's so awesome. It's actually a stop-motion action video 
where the main character, which is Toshinobu Kubota, is chasing his lover. And this whole chase scene is done from his point of view, and he chases his female companion in a stop-motion video. And the game he's playing is imagined to be some sort of 8-bit video game, so it's just really cool things. Retro music with a retro video game aesthetic makes it look super, super cool. At number 14, we have Unison Square Garden with Sugar Son and Bitter Step. Number 14. Okay. 
That was a great anime song we threw into this countdown, as this is the ending theme song to Kekai Sensei. And if you guys watched this anime series this year, you will know that you guys waited a long time for the ending to come. The band itself, Unison Square Garden, is a trio band consists of a guitarist and the vocalist, the bassist, and the drummer. A really common setup for trio bands in Japan, but this band has really excelled at creating great music uh, so far in their careers. And of course, this song was just really great to listen to. I really enjoyed the vocalist's voice because it sounded really unique for a male voice, and it's just really, really cool to listen to that voice sing the song over and over again. At number 13, we have Saka n a c t i o n with Shin Takarajima. Number 13.
That was Shin Takarajima by Sakanashi. The song is a kind of weird intro, but it's still a very good song. I love the chorus in it. And you need to see the music video because it's very, very different, I would say. The band of Sakanashi is introduced on a stage and they're dressed in all black and they do a very expressionless, two-step, side-to-side, swaying kind of dance where they're all really monotone and expressionless and they contrast the stage that they're on, which is super colorful. And in front of them is a group of perky, smiling cheerleaders dressed in white and yellow. But what does this stark contrast mean? Well, I think it's up to us, the viewers, to interpret it. From a pretty simplistic point of view, I can say that Sakin Action is a very unique band that sticks out from the rest. And I feel that they've achieved this through this music video. So right at number 12, we have Superfly with Ayo Karada Ni Fukikonde. Number 12.
how cool is she hope i'm sure you guys are no stranger to her anymore after all the time you've been with us on the podcast and after all the times i've fangirled about her pretty much it feels like every time she releases a single the japanese charts go aflame and all these talks erupt about she just really once again managed to best herself and how it'll be that much harder to do any better next time and yet regardless she never fails to amaze us and for this one, she sings with as much flair in the song as she dances. You could say she's a really super fly individual. Haha. <laughs> yeah, so I've made some pretty bad jokes. But yeah, I have three more songs to go, so you haven't heard the end of my jokes just yet. Coming up next, number 11, we have Ireri Leo with Kimika Kimirete Natsu. Number 11.
Wow, such an emotional song to listen to. Leo has been playing the piano at a young age in elementary school, and lots of piano have been used in that song, so you can definitely hear the talent that she has grown over the years. She actually keeps her first name private, so we don't know what it is, but she uses Leo as a stage name, and everyone likes to refer to her as such. That's quite interesting to know, but I guess she wants to have her privacy, so I guess we have to respect that. Next up at number 10 is Back Number with Tegami. Number 10.
That was that number with Tegami. This song's about writing a letter addressed to yourself 10 years into the future. And from the perspective of whomever is singing the song, this person is wondering if their future self is happy or lonely in 10 years, and what they like now, and do they still love the same person, and is there something that won't ever change about them? So the lyrics of the song are、um, kind of rhetorical questions and things that. He'd want, he or she would want to ask themselves in the future. Also, I really like the cover photo of the single. The photo is from a low angle on rail, railway tracks, and it just looks really pretty. It kind of looks like you're going forward into the future. And apparently, the lead singer, Iori Shimizu, took the picture himself. For number nine, we have Bump of Chicken with Hello World. Number nine. <laughs>
So these guys have been known for being a long-standing band that has held together through thick and thin. Uh, Long-time fans will know that they've been together since they were actually teenagers, and while they've made many good hits over the years, it feels like in this one they're just trying to tell the world that they're only beginning, that their best work has yet to come. And it's surprising though, because each one of their songs already sounds very good. And here's an interesting fact about them. Um, have you ever questioned their name? Because when they were in their early teen years, they had the understanding that a chicken represented a weak animal, and the word bump meant to strike back. So really, when they made their band name, they made it to mean counter-attack of the chicken. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, and no matter how ridiculously, you know, like, I reacted the first time I heard it, it really stuck on, and now I wouldn't really have it any other way. Coming in at number 8 is Heroin by Back Number. Number 8.
So that was Heroin by Back Number sitting at number 8. Now that was a soulful rendition with a lot of emotion in the voice. I especially love the background music, especially, again, the violins, because it really adds to the atmosphere I feel. So at 7, we have one of producer Jack's favorite groups, Perfume with Star Train. Number 7.
Upon discovering the song earlier this year, I've actually grown to like it quite a lot, despite not usually listening to Perfume all that much. Um, it's found its way into my phone, and now I find myself listening to it every few days. And I think one thing about the song in particular is that it reminds me of the group Coldplay, um, a band I really liked back in high school. And maybe it's because of the similar style they produce in this piece that makes me nostalgic, but I know for sure that this is a good song. Number 6, Summer Madness by Sun Daime J Soul Brothers from Exile Tribe. Number 6. <laughs>
Yes, that's right. It's another J Soul Brothers song on the chart, and this one's just as good as the last one I talked about. This song takes a long time to build up to the chorus, but when that chorus drops, it is so good. This song was a collaboration with the dance music DJ Afrojack. I think you could probably tell by listening to it. It sounds like a real pro DJ club track. You may have noticed if you watched the music video for this one that there's an ANA plane in the background in one of the shots in the airport. And I guess it's not surprising that was product placement. This song was used in a commercial for ANA promoting summer vacation travel. I wonder if J Soul Brothers got a free trip on ANA out of this. I certainly would like that. Next up at number five, Sun by Gen Hoshino. Number five. I'm 
I was a fan of this song from the minute it came out. It is so happy and upbeat and that groovy guitar and string hook at the beginning really pulls you in. And I think that Gen has a very lovely sounding voice, especially in this song. Gen Hoshino is a fantastic multi-instrumentalist. He played eight different instruments on this song alone. Wow, that's really impressive. And one of those instruments was the Roland 808 synthesizer, a classic rhythm synthesizer of the 80s, and surprisingly, it's very low in the mix, and you don't really hear a lot of synthesizer in this song at all. I'm pretty sure it's only used for that strange little sound at the beginning, but it just goes to show you what an eclectic musician Gen Hoshino is, just using all kinds of things that you would not expect in this great song. I hope you enjoy it! At number 4, we have Shino Ringo with Nagaku Mijikai Matsuri. Number 4. <laughs>
was a strange song to listen to, considering that it was an auto-tuned voice. Because unless that was actually her natural voice, which I don't think so, but that had to have been auto-tuned. Come on, guys. But yeah, it might be a bit bad to some people because they consider auto-tune bad. I'm impartial to it because it's kind of sad that it's not the real voice, but at the same time, it's a unique、uh, voice for the song's purposes, and that's what makes it cool, right? So.、Hmm. I guess it's、uh, up to the preference of the listener whether they like the song or not. At number three, we have the oh-so-famous 1OK Rock with "Cry Out." Number three.
You know that I want to cry out? Yeah, there's something I want to say right now. <laughs> it's uh, the interesting fact of how they actually named their band. So another story similar to uh, Bump of Chicken. So it was 1 o'clock in the morning was when the band would actually practice and rehearse due to the lack of, um, you know, because it was just cheaper in the morning. And because in Japanese, the distinction between R and L sounds uh, were pretty much the same, they decided to name the group 1OK Rock. And, you know, speaking of which, it's actually 1am right now, so I should probably sleep soon. Alright, and coming in at the number two position, we have Real Yeri with Miss You. Enjoy! Number two.
Oh, what an awesome song. That was Miss You by Reo Yeri. Okay, first off, I have to admit, I love her music.、Uh, Message is one of my all time favorite Japanese songs. So, naturally, when I first listened to this song, I had pretty high expectations, and what can I say? Reo Yeri never fails to impress me. She always delivers on her very strong vocals and catchy melodies. It's just really hard not to like her music. Every song I hear from her is just a really solid pop song. And I can respect that from any language, honestly. Number one, Kuchote by Beats. Number one. I'm not afraid of the dark. 
So, remember that super famous band I mentioned earlier named Bees? Well, here they are for our number one spot. Not too surprised to be honest after seeing how successful this rock band is with the powerful instrumentals and rocking electric guitar that I swear is just as loud as the vocals. The song is just so loud and proud without too much yelling and actually makes me want to get into rock music to be honest. Not too much of a rock fan, but this is kind of changing that. The group's success couldn't be more crazy in my opinion. I mean, this band rocketed its way from Japan to almost the entire world and even got to perform with Aerosmith for the FIFA World Cup in 2002, June 27th. There are so much more stories of their success that we could do an entire episode on them, really. Huh, why haven't I ever gotten a Bees Artist of the Month episode? And that's a wrap, folks. What a great list, don't you think? These were our top 50 songs for the year and it really shows. Loved practically all of them. But, wish green made its way into the list. Still though, hope you guys enjoyed it, and hope to see you all in the year 2016, still listening to us and the music. Anyone got any New Year's resolutions? I kinda gave up doing them, just cause I always forget about them midway through January. But I feel like this year, I'm gonna try to make myself and keep myself happy in any way possible. With all that said, it's been a pleasure being your guys' host this year, and I hope to see you all next year. This was Shane, and thank you. Now it is time for Rekka to sign off. Happy New Year to all of you. What is your New Year's resolution? What? You don't have one? Well, here's one for you. How about listening to more Japan Top 10? Yeah, I know, I take every opportunity to promote us, but it's just because we are that good. And if you hadn't heard before, we are the number one music podcast on the Japanese iTunes store. And that is something to be very proud of that we have accomplished this year. And as always, please visit our website, like us on Facebook, and send us all of your wonderful listener requests. Like I said before, this was a very special year for me in particular, getting to start hosting Japan Top 10. I hope it was a good year for you too, and I hope that next year brings many more wonderful things both for you and for our podcast. So until next time, Happy New Year! Goodbye! So there's my plan, everybody. I appreciate the time you all spent to listen to such a big list. And, you know, usually this is where I tell you to dress warm for winter, but since it's so darn warm and there's not much snow, I'm just gonna tell you to stay safe and watch for cars when crossing the roads. So, thank you for being with us for another year, and I hope you'll continue to stay with us and listening to us in 2016. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. No, but seriously, thank you so much for listening. We've had a great year, and we hope you guys can come back for more. Yeah, let us know which songs you guys like personally in、uh, 2015. Let us know your favorites, and、uh, always、uh, give us feedback. And look forward to 2016 because we'll be bringing you more songs, more shows, and I, Amy, will be joining as a host. Until next time, Sayonara! Sayonara!